Monk Yunro here. Welcome to the Forbidden Rice Podcast. Tropical archer fish have neither a neocortex or any other brain structure that we would associate with the ability to recognize faces, as in human faces. Nonetheless, researchers have recently trained these archer fish to do exactly that in the lab, to recognize their quote-unquote keepers, the people who are feeding them. If a tiny little fish, maybe the size of your thumb, with a brain so small you'd need a little visual assistance to find it, can recognize your face and know you from someone else. I wonder what other animals can do things that we always assume they can't and don't. In short, this to me is a small research scientific can opener into a much larger question of animal intelligence and animal consciousness. I'm not sure what consciousness is, and I know that that confusion, or lack of certainty at least, is shared by everyone from psychologists to cosmologists. Nonetheless, in our hubris, believing that we were given this planet uh, by divine leave to use as our toilet, and given other species to destroy, to use for our amusement, to eat, to decimate, to torture, and so on. I wonder whether we are missing profoundly an opportunity to connect, not with aliens from other planets, but with real intelligences right here beneath our feet, in our water, and in the skies above us. My guess is that we may not be the most intelligent species on planet Earth. Certainly, if you look at the way we conduct ourselves, you have to wonder. But even if we are, we have to wonder by what measure have we made that assessment, and whether whales and some other intelligences like parrots and corvid birds have not got very sophisticated social structures and a great sense of self. We're not the only ones. And if this is true, when are we going to stop and think about how we treat the other members of our living world? How we treat the creatures with whom we share this planet? And when are we going to start doing something about valuing and respecting their rights, their privileges, and their being. I suppose it would be something that I would hope for, to think that if we really knew how deeply animals felt and thought and understood, we would treat them a whole lot better. And I believe that as research continues, we will discover that what, what many of us already know, which is that they are much more like us than they are unlike us, but at the same time, when I see the way we treat each other, I'm not sure that it's going to matter in the end whether we think they're smart or not.
whether we think they have a sense of self or not. Because certainly we don't have those doubts about our neighbors. And yet sometimes, yikes, the things we do. So how about a moment of mind expansion? How about starting to accept anthropomorphizing, namely giving human characteristics to other creatures, which was for many years, forever really, that I can think of in the scientific, since the scientific revolution, a death knell for scientists. Anyone who made human attributions to an animal was kicked out of the scientific community effectively. Isn't it time to let go of all that? Isn't it time to be more honest and more truthful about what we're really doing to our brothers and sisters on this planet and confront, therefore, ourselves. Wouldn't be a bad thing. Thanks for joining me for this latest installment of the Forbidden Rice podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. For more, to go deeper into my world, my books, my speaking, my teaching, and to sign up for my newsletter, visit monkyunro.com.